Welcome to Shit Talk. This is JC. Welcome back to our show. If you're a full-time listener, if you're just new to the show, this is Shit Talk, where anything goes. We got uh, my co-host Nathan, as usual, with uh, Face for Radio. And we got a special guest tonight, Mitch, uh, Mitch Murphy. Shout out to you, buddy. How's it going tonight? Oh, real good. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored and happy to be here. Holy smokes with the shit talkers themselves. Woo! Yeah, anything goes here at Shit Talk. So uh, Yeah, man. Shit even, talk. even sponsors? Can I plug my sponsor real quick? You can definitely quick? plug your sponsors. Anything you want. Anything you, you want. Guys, you guys will like this one, too. It's Resistance Coffee Company. If you look up uh, resistancecoffee.com. Um, the, you've probably seen their uh, meme lords. <laughs> they post some of the sauciest memes known to mankind. Um, and they've got pretty good coffee, man. And if you guys use promo code Murphy, you'll get, I think it's 10% off your first order. And also 10% of all their orders go to uh, freedom fighter organizations as well. Um, so nice. if you're, you know, if you're pro-freedom and uh, anti-commie, then uh, buy some coffee, man. Get hyped up and <laughs> yell at your elect- unelected health officials. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm happy to be here. I'm really glad you guys had me and glad you reached out, especially, uh, yeah, I like where you guys are heading with all this stuff, just with your networking and everything. It's, uh, it seems like- Well, we're, we're right trying track. to get uh, more uh, more special guests all, every time, and it's uh, it's really amping up. We're really excited about that. And uh, I know, uh, Mitch, I just, uh, I saw on your Facebook, was it Facebook page? And you're just, you're, you're busting out, is it hip hop or- um, rap what do you call what did the kids call it nowadays i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i guess i mean I go, I go by thanks man i go by mitch murphy um generally but there's like the red pill rapper that's kind of my nickname i like um, it yeah and so that's ca- just because i um i don't know i don't hold back man i like rapping about rothschilds rockefellers and uh <laughs> all kinds of different stuff you know what i mean and the the big six i like getting into lots of the nitty-gritty stuff um and so, yeah, I just, I've been performing at freedom rallies, um, here in the Okanagan since the initial two weeks to flatten the curve and just going hard, man. Cause I'm trying to invigorate the youth. I feel like that's the big thing that we're missing is the, the youth getting behind this. Cause they all fall for psyops, um, pushed by the media and I'm trying to show the young people. And I mean, I'm 25, I'm no spring chicken, but I'm trying to show young people that like freedom is cool. Uh, carbon tax is not cool. Freedom is cool. Uh, racially divisive movements are not cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems pretty uh, black and white pun intended to me, but um, I don't know, just trying to show another way. And that's, that's good. I think the, now that this COVID, can I say that on here? COVID, now that it's ramping <laughs> down, I think we need to kick it up. And like you said, show the new generation that, uh, hey man, it's time to kick up your um, creativity and and fight whatever you can just start like don't hold back on creativity and use it to to your advantage because uh this is what they're fearing the most and they've tried and they've tried they're trying and trying to put a cork in it um this old the older dinosaurs that we all wish would just die out already so we can move to a new new age of new new ideas and new thoughts and yeah i'm I'm glad you're um participating in that that gives me hope for for the new up-and-coming generations it's inspiring. Well, it's it's funny because we all remember these like uh, right wing Republican neocon types growing up that were trying to cancel NWA and cancel swear words and naughty movies and stuff like that. 
But uh, but now it's these, uh, and I'm not big on the right left paradigm, but just in this context, I don't know what else to call it. But the you know, it's all these like raging quote unquote inclusive lefties that are <laughs> like they just don't allow any any free thought whatsoever. It's insane. And did you know that some of the YouTube channels are now getting more views than like CNN and NMSBC or um, and Fox? And so that just goes to show like they're they're sinking. And, mm-hmm. that, and YouTube himself, like, this is why people are starting to complain about their algorithms. They're like, I know my, my, my viewership was growing and growing. And then it's all of a sudden stopped because like at a million views or whatever, they're like, that's bullshit. And, and they're like, it's, it's all YouTube's all involved with, um, um, cutting down the, the actual, um, signs of the viewership, like the likes and the dislikes and stuff like that. Like I've said some of the, my main, uh, like I like the Jimmy Dore show show. I don't know if you guys watched that one for kind of American yeah. politics, but um, like they've like, he's been getting so much views and they're, they're like way more than it's like CNN. And that's a good thing. I'm just rambling on here. Nate, what's up? Chime in on us. What's going on? Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's all good. The uh... here I go again to the brain fart. Um, yeah, I would, I would first like to say thanks for coming on, Mitch. Um, you have been an inspiration. You've been a great uh, symbol for Kelowna for, you know, not just gathering the rallies, but actually showing people that, you know, it isn't as complex. It isn't as complicated as people make it out to be, right? Whether it's politics, whether it's science, whether it's, you know, and opening up that discussion like you've done on your show. You had, uh, I watched the one there, um, Make Kelowna Rave Again. Love that, love that episode you did there just a few weeks ago, I think. Um, but for instance, you know, it's, it's these kind of people and these kind of discussions that need to take place. And it, it's moments like last weekend where I, I take these two young ladies home and the ones like I'll talk and this and that and whatever about, about, you know, you better do this and you better do that. And then this, we drop her off and the, ex, the next um, lady in the back says, oh, did you, you know, did you get your jab? And I said, oh, no. And she goes, are you going to? And I said, no. And she says, do you mind me asking why? And I said, yeah, because I, I believe in science. And she goes, <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, she says, I, I, I felt like I was forced into it. And I said, no. I said, I said here's where I stand. I, I, I worked as a highway rescue volunteer, um, covered the BC paramedics when they were on strike, right, as a, an actual paramedic. Um, did that for well over six years. I've seen some horrific shit. But I've also understood some basic science. Right. And um, with any virus, any cold, it's a foreign piece of protein. We should not assume that it's living anywhere. If it's living anywhere, it will be inside your immune system. And technically, it's not living. It's getting torn apart. And pieces of that are either producing toxin for your body or whatever. So anyways, I just I just said to this young lady, I said, no, I believe in science. And she goes, "Okay, well, that's fair. She said, to tell you the truth, I kind of felt pressured into it. And I said, for me, it was an easy, easy um, decision to make, I said, because every other shot that I've ever had or, or drug that I've ever had to administer, it's passed, it's passed its, um, it's testing. I said, when all the animals died, I said, no, I'm not touching nothing to kill a bunch of animals. That's why we have lab rats. Unfortunately, they're not the same domestic pet rats as you have, but they are. Um, but you know, and, and she right away went, what do you mean the animals died? So that brings, <laughs> there you go. Right. Whole, it's probably like the same know, age as my mom that like, knows nothing. Yeah. So when they're, when the people are making these decisions and 
you know, and now they're assuming that, that children 12 years of age are old enough to make these medical decisions. Let's be honest, this young lady was 25 years old and yeah, lined up because her friends told her to go and do it, but didn't really, you know, even take any time to do any research because that was one of the first things I dug up was the ferrets died within what, three weeks? And any other animal they tested on it was dead within a month. So, you know, that that really did uh, hit, hit home for me as far as, as how uneducated uh, some of these people are. What do right? you think, and Mitch? You want to jump in on that? Oh, it's in, it's insane, man. Like I, just a, a bit of context for where I'm coming from. I, like, I started going to these rallies in the early, early days. Um, not cause I thought the virus wasn't deadly or because of any of this stuff. I mean, I, uh, I just, I'm like a libertarian, you know what I mean? I don't believe the government should lock up pastors ever for any reason. I don't think the government should lock you in your house for any reason ever. I don't care if the death rate's 50% or a hundred percent Corona. Um, but as I started going to these rallies and hearing um, stuff like you're talking about, like the dead ferrets and hearing about, oh, this 99.97% survival rate and hearing about like the cycles of the PCR test and hearing these things, it's like, oh man, this is the most obvious bullshit narrative ever, ever. And so and like, and, and so again, it's like, okay, when this jab comes out, I'm not going to take it because there's just this default assumption that whatever these people are up to, I don't want any part of it. Um but it's just, it's so funny, man. Like I've, I've just found that regardless of the science, regardless of all these things, if you don't listen to the television and you just live your life normally, you'll, you'll generally be in a much better place than any of these people. And now it's like, I have friends that work in long-term care homes and they're like, oh yeah, people are dropping dead like flies. Like I know somebody who, who knows six elderly people in a long-term care home that have died within four days of getting this jab. I know people that have gotten sick and, and I know lots of people that are fine um as well i should say that but it's just like i just can't believe people are participating in this it's so it's so obviously bullshit (laughs) like i just to me i can't even wrap my head around the idea of why you would get this this jab it doesn't make any sense to me well Well, this the fauci uh this the thing that's bugging me about like i think we're almost going to touch base with this fauci thing is driving me insane right now it's like when you look at the the numbers and the money behind everything and who's involved, then you start, then you start to see the big picture, which right. you can do nowadays. Cause we're all have the, the internet. Like they think they're going to pull a fast one on it on us. Like it's the sixties or something. Now we can like follow the money, follow who was involved when and where and how. And you know, it's just like, it's not working anymore for those. It doesn't, it's not even that complicated. You just look at the Epstein flight logs from what 2014 Hmm. and (laughs) you got all the information you need right there then connect the basic thoughts Mm -hmm. you know Fauci and and uh, Gates went to the same university together they were literally roommates I believe at Cambridge University so let's just you know connect basic thoughts right it's it's not that far stretched to to think that you know there can be outside influence and there can be a big global plan you know nobody's nobody's really um I would hope that naive to, to just ignore that kind of shit, but it is shocking. Like I say, how uneducated people will become. Yeah. Yeah. It's really astonishing the level of complacency and just like, don't people just don't want to rock the boat. They just want to be nice. And 
Um, I'm just shocked by it. Cause it's like, it's again, it's the, it's a lot of these people that preach about like love and unity and things like that, that are going along with it. But if you, if you have a child and you love your child, you will stop him from putting his hand on the stove. You don't want to be, well, I want to be inclusive to third degree burn victims. I, you go, no, get your fucking hand away from that stove. And so it's, I think that's what people miss about the freedom rally people is cause like, uh, there's, there's a hint of aggression behind it because we, we are openly admitting that um, our uh, elected and unelected officials have committed treason. We're openly saying that, which has um, a certain connotation to it that <laughs> I don't need to dig into too much. But, and so people take that and that like they, they run with it and they focus on like the aggression of it. Um, but what they're missing is the the love behind it. The true love is that we are we are people in this. I include you guys in this. We are people that are willing to lose a, a large majority of our friends and family to the truth, to to speaking the truth, because we know it's true. Because like you say, we're not we're not having fever dreams connecting red string from picture to picture in until five in the morning. It's like couple of duck duck go searches you know <laughs> like you just gotta look a little bit like oh the Sackler family um paid doctors to lie about how addictive and deadly oxycontin is and then they budgeted in the lawsuits that were going to come later from all the dead family members oh and these are the same companies that are pushing yep. this experimental jab on it like it's not it's not hard <laughs> you know what i mean and all the ceos that are stepping down because they don't want to be in the line of fire when uh when the when the shit hits the fan like but yet they're still running everything and they're still getting paid but they just don't want to be the people that are going to be questioned you know they have their 20 like you're saying mitch like 20 lawyers lined up if anybody questions anything there's there's no way you can get get through that wall of lawyers an average person you've got the ceo dr michael yearden is that how it is michael yearden michael yearden from uh from pfizer ex-ceo of pfizer standing up and saying hey these, these inoculations are not going to be a one, first off, it's not a one-step solution, nor has it ever been a, a recommended solution to be trying experimental, you know, shots on people where they don't have the actual long-term, you know, data to, to support how these are going to affect you. But again, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you pour boiling hot water on your house plants and they die. Well, maybe I shouldn't ingest boiling hot water either. I just, you know, I'm just going to put that out there, right? It's it, it's so much basic shit that really just, you know, it's it's not that hard to to look at, right? Uh, Moderna, let's look at who, who owns Moderna, right? George Soros, Epstein had money in it. He was one of their, their main um, financial bankers. Mitch, I think you know Fauci had, had uh, something to do with its origin too. Right, well, yeah, so all they're all thing. shareholders, they're all, Sorry, Nate, I cut you off. You go ahead, man. Yeah, they've all got some skin in the game. They all got something to, no, they all got something to gain from this, right? So, you know, and you look at these people that are invested in these kind of uh, therapeutics and they're probably not the, uh, <laughs> they're not doing it for the money, right? Well, yeah, and the bi- a, a big smoking gun that I've found just by digging around is these grants. You know, you look at like the the grants that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation gives out and the WHO and these all these different, um, you know, what I would say, satanic pedophile cults. <laughs> well, like they, they just did like dish out these large sums of money um, and make everybody reliant. They make everybody reliant on them and then they send them a memo. They tell them what to say, what the narrative is. And 
like because people like a lot of my friends that I've lost a, a common sentiment that I get from them is they say well how many people would have to be in on it for that to be true and I just say I, I always say not many actually not many at all because yeah. like you don't like, and then this is me speaking to them I say like you don't know what the ingredients of this thing are but you're going to take it and the person who's putting it in your arm they don't know what the ingredients are but they're going to put it in your arm and the people that are transporting it they don't know what is in them or what it's going to do it's just and it's the same thing with the media it all comes back to the big six news corp gbs viacom time warner ge disney like it all comes back to these like NGOs or these like multinational corporations and it, it all funnels up to just a few people and then through manufactured consent they they're able to sort sort it out and and everybody just doesn't open their eyes like I'm just I'm really over it with a lot of these people you know like it's just I can't believe the what we're seeing and and it's and like, a few um, people that it that it funnels down to you like you're saying and it's it's you said that as a joke but it's in sad ways they are almost are these pedophile satanic kind of people who uh want to reduce the population and uh you know they have they have five kids and uh so many houses and everything but but everyone else is supposed to not have kids and die off and you know it's okay for them because they're they're above everybody right so that and they're they're all part of these underground cults and i don't want to get into that but uh because that's that is deep conspiracy but i'd say there are some of them that are doing really weird shit. I've heard stories uh, that would make a lot of our viewers sick, like yeah. even Hillary Clinton, like stuff that's just wow. like disgustingly satanic. And it, well, and they're the ones where it's all funneling to them. Or they're the head spokesmen for the big box. It's like you said, they're buying everybody off. Well, and for anybody that thinks that we're insane, that's listening, I'd like to read this. This is one of the, the Fauci leaked emails. I made sure and had this handy. Um, so this is from a man named Mike Jordan Lasky going to Dr. Fauci. It says, um, Dear Dr. Fauci, I host the AMIDG Jesuit podcast, which reaches a faith-based audience connected to Jesuit institutions around the country. I would love to welcome you onto the show to discuss the coronavirus and how your Jesuit education has shaped your career. It would be great to have 15 to 20 minutes of your time. Thanks so much for your consideration. <laughs> like it's right there. Cause I don't know how much, like uh, how much you guys know about those Jesuits, but they're, they're a shady bunch. They're a very shady bunch. Like you can read a little bit about them on the Wikipedia, but um, they're a, a dark, dark organization that does a, uh, not a lot for people to see you know what i mean I would, I would say they're akin to kind of the freemasons and stuff like that and just to see like oh okay fauci's in with these guys and <laughs> there's a but lot of these groups man but nathan like even what you're saying nathan is like you don't even have to dig that deep if you're the average person like uh no. that's like those girls right. in your car you don't like because they were censoring they're censoring everything on youtube even all the youtube channels that i watch that people they can't they can't say actually the word covid they're calling it kuvu or the co or whatever because because the the algorithm will will pick that up or whatever picks that up and they'll they get censored and demonetized but then cn especially when they're speaking out about fauci but then cnn ends up coming out and and, and um showing the um when ron paul questioned fauci in the parliament cnn hosted that then all of a sudden it, it, youtube allowed it because cnn finally posted it so then it was allowed right so but but all these channels they can't talk about it or they get censored and 
And yeah, it's but just you know, right like there, I said, right you here. don't you don't have to look. You just have to remember recent history, which is January twenty first, the day after. Oh, was was it even January twenty? It was literally one day after that Trump was banned right across the internet on any platform right. he had. Yeah, Alex you know? Jones and let's Trump. be honest, he did have a skeptical look at Fauci because he almost looked at him sometimes as if, you know, if you were my kid, I'd backhand you so quick for you know. And a lot of times, you you know, and I'm sorry to say it, but when you've seen Fauci sometimes and Trump would say something and Fauci would be going, oh, no, hope he didn't just say that. You know what I mean? It's because, I'm sorry, it's like Doug Ford, right? Not, not, is it Doug Ford? No, Doug Ford's that fat bastard. The other one, Rob Ford. I no, had, I think you got it right. I had, no, Rob Ford, the original. Because oh, okay, Rob yeah. Ford was the one that admitted that he was, that he had issues with substance abuse. He had no problem admitting that kind of shit. And you know what? He'd get in trouble. They, the people would say, oh, he's off the wall because he's talking. He's not talking like a gentleman. You know what? When you're running off the top and something frustrates you, you should say fuck. You should say shit. You know why? Because when somebody swears while they're having a discussion, that's a sign that they are being sincere, honest, and what's the top of their head. You know, it's not uh, It's not to say that he's he's got bad manners or, or any of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gifted. I can self-center. But I don't need to if I'm in a heated argument or I'm in a heated discussion. And if somebody does, if, if a statement I'm going to make warrants an F-bomb in there, then you know what? Hopefully people listen up, right? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't trust somebody that doesn't have any mud on their shoes. You know what I mean? I don't trust anybody that's too fancy and looks a little too clean cut, like, because uh, it's it's all fake and it, it's there's this really strange thing where and this is goes for politicians and in business and just all over the place where anybody that's like in this shroud of virtue is not to be trusted you know what I mean people mm-hmm. that are, <laughs> like I don't trust it one bit because there's usually something gross behind that veil you know mm-hmm. it's all politics and, and the Canadian government is the worst for it I, I, I'm sure Trudeau's come maybe we can touch on this we only got four minutes left but I'm sure Trudeau has come out with the big apology now to the natives uh, after uh, it's blown up o- over social media. Like, uh, like he got behind that real quick, right? The whole, um, you know, not the, quick dis- enough. Not quick He's enough. Never but, had a quick enough. But his, his apology means nothing. Anything to that anybody. he should be taking full responsibility, or at least that leadership responsibility of, he does not come out right in front and center and say it. You have all the other, you have poor Michelle Rempel there. And I don't want to say poor Michelle Rempel. I'm sure she paid well, but you have Michelle Rempel there that's, that's been speaking up and, and Pierre Polyev there speaking up almost every I love other Michelle representative. Rempel. Seriously, she should be prime minister. Days, days and days before Trudeau will take the stand and say, oh yeah, well, this is how I've sugarcoated the wording, but I didn't want to bring it up because, you know, I don't want to be, we don't want to be starting racism again. You know, it's, it's all bullshit cover up, man. The minute, the minute a white guy stands there and say, and his excuse for not saying something is racism, then, you know, we have a huge problem in this world. Well, also wasn't Trudeau's stepdad, Pierre, wasn't he prime minister um, in the nineties when these residential yes. schools were going on? So it's the like, entire so time. Yeah, man. Cause it's Trudeau is like, Oh, white privilege. We need to atone for our white privilege, but it's kind of, to me, it's just um, projection. 
because uh, he's privileged and he literally was privileged off the backs of these residential schools. And now he's he wants the rest of us to feel a certain kind of way about it. But um, he's prime minister. They still don't have clean water. He's prime minister and <laughs> nothing's changing. I just, I'm so sick of these people, man. I just want to, I just want to defund the entire government. I don't ever want to be in this situation ever again. Like we can govern our, govern ourselves so much better than these retards. It's like Nathan was Nathan and I have told set talked about this in the last pop and a couple of podcasts ago. It's just like these people should be making the same amount of money if they're government workers as the guy who's running the snowplow or whatever. Like, you know, it's a no, decent they should, wage. It should be it should be they on a voluntary basis. I'm sorry, but just like every other every other real job out there where if you're doing something to benefit um your um your society. It's usually a volunteer position. And at the end of the year, you get a check for the hours that you put in for your volunteer. It's not a paid for with sick days, with benefits, bullshit position. Oh, yes, the pensions. Okay. The pensions are insane. Oh, oh yeah. these people are paid out. They work four years. They're done for the rest of their oh. life. They're it's, it's crazy, man. And doesn't that make you wonder why they got to get involved in scandals? Like how many, is it at the point we lose track of how many scandals? Is that the time? that we, you know, drag that person from his perch, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cut and dry, right? Like, right. Cause if you and I or Mitch bent one little rule, you're fine. Like so much money. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting a pension to put our pastors in jail. You know, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's completely yeah. insane. Okay. Well guys, uh, I guess this is the timers up on this one. Let's, uh, let's take a, break grab a drink and we'll be uh we'll be right back uh look for that uh invite and uh we'll we'll start another one right away we pause now for station identification you're on the right station stay tuned that was easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotta go and fill my pen here um microphone's been good though yeah sounds okay good. i'm gonna try and plug my camera in okay see you in a few Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. back. So, you know, you touched on a, on a good point there earlier, and I'd like to uh, kind of um, elaborate on it a bit there. We were saying, uh, I've said this for a long time, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to figure out where you are politically when you only really have one or two, you know. Um, you can't blame people in the States for, for having that, that clown they got there, um, so-called running the place into the ground but uh you know it's really tough when you've only got two parties to choose from right even even here yeah we have the ndp liberal we you know even the green party right you're you're literally and that's who i voted for last term that's that's just where my vote went right if if anyone was giving me a platform i could understand or at least stand somewhat behind it would be the people in the green party but again these are all funded by the same people at the top right so what would the vision be though of uh, you know a better system for that Mitch? Well, I like I, I agree, couldn't agree more because it's we've got all these parties, but they all say build back better. <laughs> they all say that. And we all know where that comes mm -hmm. from. Um, but I've got the solution. You know, I'm a man with answers. <laughs> Everyone just listen to listen to me. But uh, no, I'm half kidding. But um, I I'm all in with the Libertarian Party. And I um, I do I do a lot of work with PPC guys. I, I do like the PPC, but 
Um, I do in, in, I've got high standards as far as my, my vote and who I help on the campaign trail. Cause I do view the PPC as my favorite authoritarian, <laughs> you know, I think they're, they're my favorite one. But uh, the reason I like the libertarian party is um, there's a lot, there's a long list of why I like them, but they don't have a party whip. Cause it's um, all these parties, like you guys mentioned, Michelle Rempel is, is, is cool. And um, I've heard a lot of my friends really like Pierre Polivier and, um, there's certain people running in these parties that are that are not bad. Or I love I love that I love Pierre. He, everything he says actually talks from intelligence, not the mm-hmm. uh, the like Trudeau. But but the problem is is that if you vote for any of these parties, there's a there's a tool at the top, pun intended, and there's a party whip that makes everybody vote with the tool. There's a and it, that's the same with everybody. But the libertarians, like they, something that I think a lot of people don't know about that party is that they're they're basically a safe haven for, um, um, shoot, what's uh, independence? They're kind of a safe haven for independence because they they do allow you to just do what you want, run on what you want to run on, as long as you're not statist, as long as you're freedom first. And there's, um, I've heard some really compelling arguments from libertarians that believe in communism, which sounds hilarious, but when you talk to them, they're like. No, communi- and uh, they've got a point where communism can work if there's not that invisible government gun in the room. Like communism can work in the sense that if you're in a municipality, if you're in a town with 10,000, 20,000 people and you go door to door and you say, hey guys, if we can get every household to, uh, to put $1,200 a month into this pool, um, we, can, we can pay out this much to everybody. And nobody has to do it, but if we get enough people to do it, then it'll work. And, and these things... You can be a leftist, you can be a right-wing lunatic, you can be a religious zealot, you can be anybody you want, as long as it's freedom first and you don't believe in um, the government using their monopoly of force to, to force people at gunpoint and the threat of a cage to, to subscribe to your policies, you know? And I, that's what I like, man, because I, um, if I had to pick a, a side as far as the right-left paradigm, I'm probably a right-winger. I don't know. I, I don't even know what that means really in, in 2021, but I just, I just want everybody to be free. I want everybody to be able to do what they want and advocate for whatever they want and not be shamed and not be ridiculed and, and just have a free and open society. Well, I was laying in bed and I, sometimes I just lay awake at night and think like a lot of people do because I can't sleep good at night. But I'm thinking if I, if I just stand up there in front of, in front of everybody in, in the parliament and talk to the chair, and I was, and I was mulling through a bunch of crap, but then I came to this, uh, this thought about like, I don't know, you know, you know, I'm half asleep, half dreaming, but I'm just like, if I, I would almost threaten them and say, do you know what, if you guys don't start working together and taking action pretty soon, a computer system is going to come along and it's going to eliminate your point of view anyways, because right now, and we were joking last last episode about terminator and maybe that's why i was thinking about it but uh, eventually the computer simulator or whatever is going to be so smart that it's going to take every dollar every cent every angle calculate it all you you ask it a question i mean it already in in a way exists like and and you calculate it all and all the parties can ask the same question to the computer and the computer system is going to tell them the, the answer straight up this is where you need to put your money into. Um, this is how much money you have. This is, you know, it'll it, it'll give you uh, the printout of the answer and no one can argue with it. No one can take their, and I almost think that's a good idea in a sense, but, you know, it may, it'll probably never get there, but like artificial intelligence actually 
you th- if you think about it, could be put in that place. So there'd be no more bickering in between each other. It'd be pure science, you know, from like st- statistics of what the society needs, right? If there's more kids, then we need more schools. If there's more elder elderly, then we need more, you know what I mean? Like we need more retirement homes that are, if there's more sick people that have cancer, we need more cancer treat. You know what I mean? It, it, the computer will calculate it all and say, this is how much money we're taking in. And this is one, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be a vote. It's going to be like, this is what we need straight up. It's just the thought I had. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think, Nate? Oh, no, I, I, I put as much trust in technology as I do in toothpaste, right? It's not a, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, I get what you're saying. And yeah, there, there does need to be data, but there does need to be proper ways of, of doing data, right? Like, let's talk about the fact that the CERB money went out last year and literally all you needed was a tangerine account, right? And a social insurance number, which you set up with your tangerine account. But, you know, we, we opened the door for a lot of what happened with, with overdose. We opened the door for a lot of what happened with, with people on um, government assistance programs that were all of a sudden getting this extra eight grand or whatever in their account in the, in the year. And now there's going to be a long-term payout of that because you can't take blood from a stone, right? They're not just going to cut people off of assistance, right? And again, when you got people that are on, you know, they're already suffering with mental mental illness. And now you're telling them that they can get eight grand's worth of pot for free. Fuck yeah, I'd be fucking signing up for that. You know, like it's, uh, and, and in reality, even when you, when you saw people, like I said, it was, and you talk to them and it was like, oh, well, you know, what, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, we're not paying rent this month. And we got an extra two grand. And, you know, and we're out buying Roombas and, and uh, portable Nintendos, right? So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, that's, hey, that's, that's freedom, right? But I'm, I'm just really happy. Like, we are so fortunate in BC. My sister's in Winnipeg. She's been there for 20 years. And uh, it's sad and it's sick how much, um, and I'm going to go out right and say it, like, it's a, it's a fascist regime, man, where they're locking everything down. They're telling you what you can and can't buy. Like they, at one point they couldn't buy socks and underwear right before Christmas. And I'm thinking, holy cow, like my mom would have had nothing to buy us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we ever got for Christmas. But yeah. And at one point they actually locked the gift cards up and which would be people's only other option to grab stuff that Walmart or the government is not saying is essential. Right. So, you know, I, I don't, again, I don't want to trust technology and I don't think we should ever have, that much faith in technology when the human minds have created this technology let's keep it that way yeah let's build robots to help make things quicker but let's also do them in a way where it's it's creating that job or keeping that you know that person safe right 35 rogue robots killed how many people in uh, japan and that was how long ago now you can't tell me there's been other incidents that have happened and we haven't heard about it Mitch, what do you think? Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so my I, Tesla's on its way. I just <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree with you, Nate, because it's like when I when I imagine what would it look like if we had this cold, calculated computer that's that's making these decisions. It actually doesn't look so different than it does right now. Because I mean, what I'm about to lay out, just so you guys are aware, is based off the mainstream narrative. Like I I kind of hold beliefs that are outside of this, but this is just basic basic stuff is that um like when we're talking about uh v words are 
Uh, do I have to say, can I say vaccines or what? <laughs> do you guys Why? It's only on six platforms now, but we're creating our own anyways. So. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, I'm just used to being careful on, on my YouTube. But, I know it's um, when they're looking at, when they're looking at administering vaccines, they're, they're making a calculation. They know the vaccine damage exists. We all know that, that that's a real thing with basically, you know, I said virtually all vaccines. That's, that's a thing. Um, but they make a calculation. They go, okay, if we can, if we can jab, X amount of the population, Y amount will not contract this measles or this, uh, this cooties 19 or whatever. But so they figure, okay, we know there's going to be a certain amount of healthy children or healthy people that will be damaged, but it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good of the collective that, um, that, you know, uh, variable X, which is the vaccine damage happens because variable Y, which is this disease that they're vaccinating for, um, will not be affecting them. And so they, they make the decision that you put your child at risk uh, for the greater good. And uh, I think that would just get expanded if we allowed AI, because it, it wouldn't just be a program, it would be an algorithm, it would be an artificial intelligence bot doing making these decisions. And uh, without any form of morality behind it, it would look a lot like it does right now, I think, which is just these cold decisions with, that involves, you know, and so I'm sorry to keep getting I'm not, dark on you guys. I, I let me, let me like uh, fix what I was saying. I don't mean to make, it makes all the decisions. I'm just like, for like budgeting wise, because look at the, as far as the COVID thing, look at the billions they've dumped into it. Like it, it, it almost like crashed the whole, it, it's put our country into debt. It's going to like affect our children. Like that shouldn't be like, I mean, like, like, like the people create the decisions, but as far as like the budgeting goes, because like Trudeau's just throwing money everywhere. Like mm -hmm. it's going it, to, the debt just keeps climbing and climbing, which is a whole different topic. Maybe it doesn't even exist, but it's, it's just like, you can't like, I like, that's what I like about that Pierre guy. When he talks, he talks numbers and facts. And when he asks questions, he, he asks about budget and there's no answer. They just have this blatant one-liner like, oh, the Canadian are in our best interest. It's like, no, we want to hear facts. We want to hear numbers mm -hmm. like for financial. He didn't even hire an accountant as a justice minister. They hired an old ex retired and not old. She's a young, probably, well, I don't know. I'm not even going to go there, but. <laughs> yeah, she had an art major. It's looking after our money. Like, That's what I'm saying. That, like, I'd rather have like, a computer looking after our money telling us the exact statistics like this this many immigrants coming in this month is going to cost us this much money and this is how, how much we can afford but instead trudeau is just like open the gates man like endless spending like that's that's not right man like if you think about it like if if you have a household and and you go well we're bringing in this much money and this is what can, we can afford and then the, the wife just starts racking up the credit card just buying stuff buying new cars you're like dude we can't we can't afford this new uh this new volkswagen like what are you guys doing and then he's like don't worry about it shut up you know what i mean it's just like no like we can't afford it it's gonna put our our kids in debt like they're gonna be paying off our credit card bills and that's what what the way i see canada right now and i guess that's where my whole ai thing at least you'd have something that held everybody accountable um, like an a, a online accountant, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it should decide on like what, what's right or wrong, but. Well, I'll tell you what freaks me out looking at, uh, the inflation and the debt and that kind of stuff is like looking at, uh, pre-World War II Germany, you know, the citizens there, they were burning their life savings in cash to keep warm in the winter because it wasn't worth anything because of <laughs> debt. Um, 
And I, I look at that and it's like, okay, so you get inflation, um, cash isn't worth anything more, you get unrest, you get all these issues, and then you get, uh, you know, either an authoritarian or you get a radical, I guess is what I'm looking at. And then I look at, okay, so the, 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 the people in this country that are willing to make a, a radical move, they all want to go left. They all want to go to Jagmeet Singh or something like that. People that are just promising more social programs, more spending, more of that, more of the same thing. Um, and so it's, it's my hope that we can go to like a, a radical government cut, because to me, the only way out is by cutting the spending. Like you're saying, just some basic common sense ideas is that, okay, let's pay off this debt so that China doesn't own us anymore by removing all these, these programs and, and putting the onus on the society and on the people to take care of themselves instead of expecting this daddy state to do everything. But I don't see it going that way. I see more of the same, uh, especially watching the youth grow up. They're all messed up. They're all screwed up in the head. They all have mental problems and, and they, they think that humans are a parasite on the earth, but they, they're just voting for more of the same. They're just advocating for more of the same. It's, it's brutal, man. It's such a mess. Hey, my friend's son stole his credit card when he was 15 years old and racked up like $200 in video game purchases. And the reply when they caught him and said, why would you do this? He, his answer was, well, it's a credit card. It's not like it has a limit, right? Like, and these are, again, you know, there's, there's notices going to schools here locally to parents saying, just so you know, after the age of 12, your child has the option to make its own, make their own medical decisions. And I'm thinking, are you crazy? At the age of 12, fuck, I couldn't pick a movie when I was 12 years old. You know, I'd be in right. a, what do you call it? Blockbuster, you know, for an hour. Like, no, no, no. Like these kids aren't smart enough to do anything at 12 years old. Let's be realistic. If they want birth control, that's different. That's between their doctor and themselves, you know, at the age of 13, 14, 15. And, you know, again, it's sad that they can't talk to their parents about what's going on in their life at that age, but that's its own different problem. Right. So that's where it all comes down to communities to raise kids and communities to raise people. And um, again, as far as money goes, um, I think they announced this year that they canceled the thousand dollar bill. So they're no longer printing a Canadian thousand dollar bill, which just, Damn. well, what it does is it what just going to do with all that, mine. The part of this agenda <laughs> is to get us all into cryptocurrency right? Get all, all cash off the books. And in my opinion, I think we should go back to a cashback society or at least a bartering system where you're, you're like, okay, well, I have X amount of this many bills at home, or I have X amount of this kind of metal at home or mineral at home. Right. So um, yeah, it's uh, that would be terrible though, because that really would set us back, but that's how communities should be working. It should be, you know, you should be able to go to the person milling the flour to get your flour. You shouldn't have to be forced to buy it somewhere else because it's more economical or easier to get to, right? So right. it wasn't that long ago that milk was being delivered to our doors, but let's all go back to the big picture of this all. This is all big pharma. This is all big, you know, big tech and, and oligarchs, right? This is, this is all the people in the world that, that have all the money and they know the means and the ways to make it so that the little guys have less and they will have as much as possible. And the sky's the limit for a debt budget, right? It's never, it's not, you know, it's, it's, yeah, that's its own problem. But um, I bring up, I wanted to bring up communal living there, Mitch, and just kind of segue over to that. Um, can you give me more info on that um, situation going on? There was a cast in an article, I think, lately about it. Um, 
yeah, I'm not, so I'm not sure about the CastNet article, but um, kind of what I've got going on is there's a, a community called, uh, we call ourselves the Bears, and they're, it's a bit of a long story, and I don't want to drag it out too much, but basically there is a, a comedian who was, you know, I would say he's probably B-list, he was in some big movies and had his own, lots of his own specials, had a lot of success in Hollywood named Owen Benjamin, and um, he, uh, you know, he had a lot of success, he was doing well, and then ba essentially what happened is he started going off on his Twitter about um, transgender children. He, he had somebody close to him that had their child on puberty blockers and he was just being vocal saying you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and um, he got blacklisted everywhere, uh, everywhere. And he, his agent told him, if you apologize, um, we'll get you work again. Well, and, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't apologize. He wouldn't go back on it because it's what he believed. And he, uh, so base essentially he got cut everywhere, lost his whole career, lost everything. Um, but what he did was he took the money that he had and he bought some land and started a homestead and he was live streaming throughout this whole process. And, um, just because his conclusion, cause he, he was a conspiracy guy too, right? He knew about a lot of this stuff going on. Um, his mindset was that the logical conclusion when you find out all these things is, um, to break the supply chains and, and re reclaim the supply chain. So like, instead of crapping your pants and freaking out because they won't let you into Costco without uh, this thing on your face, the, the conclusion isn't to yell at the minimum wage worker. The conclusion is I should grow my own food, which yeah. um, to me makes a lot of sense. And he's just, the whole thing is like, just, just get back to the earth, get back to how God intended us to live and just do that. And, um, and he's, you know, he's very offensive. So he gets attacked online. Any, any articles you read about him are just awful. They'll highlight the worst shit that he's ever said. Um, but the, the basis of what he's doing is he, he calls, he called his homestead Bearteria. And he has, he's told anybody that listens to his streams that he says, you don't have to do what I did. Just start growing some food, grow a plant. And, and that's Bearteria. And then ideally you'll be able to expand that into communities. And, and the expansion of it is um, the, the essential idea is that you, you come together with other like-minded people and you buy land without debt. So like you can find a couple acres for 80 grand, get eight friends that are like-minded and you all pay 10 grand and you, you get this land together and then you build homesteads. And that way you like, you know, it's, it's just real old school thinking. It's just like the, the mothers can all help homeschool together. You don't have to send your kids to public school. You can um, have the internet, you know, you, you can still learn about things going on and educate yourselves and just grow your own food, keep it real based and don't partake in what, um the world is up to it all and so i i met up with a group of these guys and we went um visited what's called an earthship so basically these guys the way they built the foundation of their house was by putting sand in used rubber tires and smashing it with a sledgehammer over and over and over again in um in a line and that's what that's what they built the foundation of this house on and then they put uh, wood timbers on and then just built everything around that with lots of windows for greenhouses and that kind of stuff and it's uh, way more efficient than any sort of like rock saw insulation or drywall any of that stuff way more energy efficient um and yeah man it just it works well and this guy's done it they grow all their own food the guy was telling me he hasn't left the property in like four years <laughs> um and they just love it they just love it they have people come out and visit and it's a good time okay so i've been following this guy on youtube i don't know if you've seen this one but he's got this youtube channel where he bought a ghost town here in uh, british columbia oh really and literally that's what he's been doing is rebuilding the ghost town piece by piece and getting the old the old community back together and JC knows as well as most of my friends, most of the people, um, you know, background with 
um, horticulture background with big legalization movement of, of certain, uh, you know, class three necrotics. But, um, you know, I have, I have the utmost respect for people that are willing to say, you know, there's an easier way to do this and there's an easier way to do it where we're just focusing on our, uh, our local, our, our community, right? And the, yeah, props to them. Like that's, that's really good to hear. I, I love the idea though with, with gardening and stuff like that because I'm quite the, uh, the um, yeah, organic head, right? So I try, I try not to eat organic just because I'm not paying for a sticker. But right, that's right. Uh, that's just the way I, way I go. But uh, no, no, good on them for that. And and I love that. That's that's what needs to happen, right? So um, my friend and I, uh, friend uh, JC and I as well, um, educated me years ago about um, sovereign citizenship mm-hmm. and the reality that if you get off the grid and even you're on crown land because everything that's not you know owned by some sort of municipality is considered crown land, but there's if you're on a piece of crown land and you can live there and sustain yourself for at that time it was a year you then went in for sovereign citizen rights which meant that you might not have a health care card but in canada they can't deny you health service right so that's a, it's a win-win for us here um but yeah I, I knew people like that down in the states and they have quite the same system it's it's more of a free man right um but ours is called considered sovereign citizen um, I was wondering if you knew anything about that, Mitch, or if you have any uh, knowledge on if those laws have been changing like so many others in our in our country lately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got some friends that are really into the common law world, and um, this um, I feel I feel bad for what I'm about to say because there some of these friends that I'm talking about are much smarter than me, and they've devoted a lot of their life to this common law stuff, but. I get very nervous when I hear about it. I get very nervous because um, I know some people that have uh, done time at, for by trying to take some of these things to court and that kind of stuff. And I, I think there's a default assumption that, uh, and do keep in mind to the listeners, I'm speaking out of turn a little bit. I, I'm not as educated as some of these people, but um, I, I think that a lot of people view that sovereign citizenship as a free pass when um, it may not be because there's, there's over, there's environmental, rules and regulations that over that supersede that citizenship so um like my understanding is that if you have that sovereign citizenship you're still um under the thumb of the fed because they they can come in and go oh look you squished on a this endangered mushroom and now (laughs) we gotta scoop you up and yeah they'll they'll find something there they got it all you gotta you guys gotta realize that they got it all figured out, man, from every fucking angle. Just when you think you got it, you got it free, free and clear. It's like they'll hit you from left field with like you're saying, Mitch, with something like if you want to yeah. buy some property and go do what you want on it. There, there is going to be like you said, there's going to be environmental uh, laws coming down to you. Property taxes on you, which mm-hmm. aren't cheap. I mean, I mean, obviously, you could, you could sell your own product and make money to pay for that. I mean, there are ways around things but uh well, yeah there, but there is there is ways to do it but bear bear is the best that i've seen because the the whole it's 
it's not a free pass. And the, the, the basic premise is that the less you need from these people, the less they can take from you. And I do think that with that principle in mind, you can accomplish a lot because it's, um, it's again, I get, I get weary of the common law and the sovereign citizenship because I, I do think a lot of people view it as like, once I get the, my birth certificate rescinded, I'm home free, I'm a free man. But um, I think the state's always going to be after you one way or another. But that doesn't mean you can't escape the clutches as long as you, you know, don't need them for anything. But it just takes one fuck up for like the whole thing. to When you're building your, you, when you're not playing by the rules. Like who knows, you could have some wacko girl on drugs come and die in your property or, or, or accuse you of sexual assault when nothing even ever happened. And then all of a sudden the police are coming in on you. And before you know it, everything you you built is just being shut down from the start because you have nothing behind you that says, this is yours and you can't take it away from me. You know what I mean? There's like, well, that's where community living comes in and back to what Mitch says. I think it's an ingenious idea. If the guy is, whether he's accomplished or not, if you're in the entertainment industry and you can create in any way a destination for people, let's be honest, we live in British Columbia, which is what? Tourism. That's it. Let's, you know, let's capitalize on that in which way. And if you can make like O'Keefe Farms out in Vernon, which has been there for how many years? I'm pretty sure 40 years. You know, if you can create that community lifestyle and still have some sort of draw in there in order to collect some extra revenue good on you man like that more of that shit needs to happen um i was born in the born in the 80s right and yeah to see so much of that um especially here in the okanagan to see all these um tourist destinations for families shut down there's not much option now if you're not coming down here to go on a wine tour you got to drive all the way um, Cultus Lake, I think, is the closest um, real water park and, and family adventure place, right? So even um, even Vernon only has a water park, right? So or a water slide. So yeah, it's uh, no, I, I think that's good. And those kind of you know those kind of destinations need to be created. I've always since they announced the Cybertruck, I've I've said you know that would be my angle is I take it where there's no roads, and I'd offer off the grid tours with the son of a bitch. Let's get this thing through the right test. Let's see what, you know, a truck can handle. It's supposed to be a truck. You want to get the Hummer. You want to get the Hummer for that right? one. No. no. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my GM's been in the shop enough. No. they. But, uh, no, that's that's good stuff, man. That's, uh, that's great to hear. And, again, you know, back to the legal of it, um, JC, as you pointed out, if you're living under a community-invested um, property – they can't just come and say, you did something bad, so this is ours. You know, they now have to go through everybody and grandparents' rights. If somebody does pass away, well, then that, that title hopefully is passed through legally and, you know, so on and so forth, right? It's, it's, it's not that difficult of a solution when you think about it. It's actually, uh, you know, it's something that a lot of uh, different religions have been doing for quite some time, right? And I'm uh, actually, uh, uh, I actually spend a lot of my free time uh, looking at things like I have all these YouTube channels, like a uh, bushcraft where the guy just goes out and builds a cabin in the woods and just like lives off the woods and like nice. looks, looks off the plants. And I, I see a lot of, uh, I have a lot of channels that are just these people. I don't know where they are somewhere in Asia. Um, but they'll go and build these like big bamboo huts in the middle of the jungle and just like eat fish out of the out of the river there and like 
eat crocodiles and stuff. And I just, I just love the fact, like the freedom that these people have, they're just like living their life, like Kings and like, no one's, they, they don't have attachment to social media. They don't know what's going on. They're just, just living their life, man. Just building stuff from the natural surroundings. And, and they're actually living like Kings. Mm-hmm. A lot of them go in the ocean and they'll like, they'll get clamshell, uh, maybe not clams, but, uh, they just forage from the ocean and stuff too. And like get lobsters and stuff. And I just love that kind of like the freedom that they have to do that kind of thing. I, I think that's so interesting. Oh yeah. Well, I think for me too, it, a big eye opener was that cause I'm, you can see my flag, right? I've got the Gazden flag. I'm Mr. Oh, don't tread on me. I'm Mr. Patriot or whatever. But um, it was a real eye opener when the, the BLM riots were going on down in the South because you know, like I say, I've always thought, oh, I'd take to the streets if I had to, if there was civil this going on, I'd be Mr. Tough Guy. But watching BLM burn down city after city, uh, it dawned on me that, man, if I was down there, I would not stand in front of Home Depot and defend it. I would not stand in front of KFC and defend it. Like, I'm not Mr. I'm not like this patriotism I had in my mind. It just, I got a bit of a reality check on it of what it really is. And so to me, it makes a lot more sense that if you if you have a homestead and you have community and you have family and you have these things like, okay, that's that's what we're defending. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not defending um, any of these multinational corporations. I don't care actually that they're burning down. Part of me kind of likes it. <laughs> and so like at least if you have like a real community, you know, like the, the lines are in the sand. This is ours, our private property. This is our community. And um, we, you know, we make the rules around here about what comes in and what comes out. And um, it's, it just, it, it allows you, like you're saying, JC, that, that freedom, that, and real freedom. Cause a lot of people like at the rallies and, and these, some of my friends even too, freedom to them is all about going to the club on the weekend and, you know, like doing all, doing all kinds of narcotics and they like bad stuff like that. But real freedom comes with a big responsibility, you know, like with, with true freedom comes, if you don't chop enough firewood, you freeze to death in the winter. That's what freedom is. And I think that's something a lot of people don't want to face um, myself included. Cause I'm very reliant on the system as we're, as we record this episode right now, but I hope that as the years go by, I become less and less dependent. Well, that makes me happy that you said that, Mitch. I think that's so important that that what you're saying is a lot of I'm not talking about like like good rallies like that you say. I'm talking about like these like riot protests to governments that don't give a crap about any. If I if I saw you on the news and you got hit by a rubber bullet and were like brain dead, it would break my heart because and or if, if you're beat down or by a cop or or whatever the case may be or or by whoever for some riot that was like pointless. I mean, I'm, right. I'm separating that from a rally rally is a totally different peaceful, uh, right. Uh, another thing, but there, I, like, I see a lot of these, these, um, like marches and stuff. And I'm just like, it's pointless. The government's not listening to you. Like, no, the best, the best. And, and I just don't, don't, don't risk your life. Like you said, don't risk your life for some, someone for a voice. That's just like a shot in the dark. It's like you right. said, like you said, better to focus on, on the people you love and building well, solutions building. are not problems too. Right. 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 Like you gotta, you gotta look my, my best. I'm sorry, but if any video needs to go viral this year, it's this lady named Heather um, downtown <laughs> in the city here because uh, uh, someone I know was like acting as a secret double agent and kind of infiltrated them. I'm not sure. Mitch, did you catch this video? Oh yeah, no, I took that video, man. That's 
<laughs> That's all thanks for Heather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to give Heather proper props here, though. Like, can you explain what happened there? Because it was just ingenious. Oh, yeah, man. And if anybody wants to watch the full thing, it's on my YouTube channel, Mitch Murphy. The title of the episode is uh, <laughs> When when Kelowna Health Experts Attack. Because <laughs> they... Uh, we like we've been holding these rallies for a long time and this was kind of right at the time where that we were getting some real numbers like we jumped from 15 to 30 to like 100 to 500 depending on the weekend and um so all of a sudden these counter protesters started popping up and um the, allegedly the one who was organizing them was this woman who i coined health expert heather um which is hilarious <laughs> and she brought with her this this kid who is a, who is self-proclaimed antifa um i don't know what his affiliation is or what's going on but he was saying he i have him on video he's saying that he's a communist and saying that he's antifa and saying all these things um and man these counter it, it was so mind-blowing for me because i i had never even been to a protest until these freedom rallies started being a thing um, but just watching the news call me and my friends, white nationalists, racist, bad people, super spreaders, calling us all these things when like, you know, we're, we're all, we're human beings, there's flawed people, but overall, we just like really good group. There's like moms, business owners, all kinds of people there. But then across the street, there's these, what, like what we're calling the health experts. They're just screaming and frothing at the mouth. And like, I, so what I started doing was just going over there and hanging out and just talking to them and just kind of making them more comfortable until finally they would just like ignore me. And so I stood there with my video camera one day and got like this insane footage of these people just like, just absolutely freaking out because they're, they're trying to drown out our rally by screaming but they got these like muzzles on so <laughs> you can't even hear them it was just so, it was so insane man that time was like so nuts but i'm sure glad i got that footage it was some but wild footage if i can just ask do you happen to know if the person that organized that fundraiser that day was given a fine because it wouldn't matter what angle that video was shot there was a definite speech going on that was a very mild, not aggressive, not angry whatsoever kind of speech going on from the stand and the microphone from the anti-mask protesters, call it, let's call it that for the time being. Meanwhile, this this raving lunatic was literally screaming profanities next to a child. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm sitting there going, let's talk about disturbing the peace. If anybody needs a ticket right? Let's step back 30 feet and you don't need much to tell you which one should have gotten, you know, was the other guy given a ticket? So I can't speak on that specific day. I'm not sure, but I can tell you hundred percent that within that time period is when they started giving tickets to David Lindsay. That's when they started handing them out. Um, and yeah, Heather, like it was, it was incredible, man, because she was literally advocating for us to be fined and forcefully broken up for holding a protest during a pandemic while she is literally organizing a protest to protest the protest, hoping that our protest will be fined and broken up for protesting. <laughs> so I know. insane. Dr. Oh, Seuss could God. not have written this shit, really. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay, guys, we're down to one minute. Uh, I, it feels like not, and that wasn't 40 minutes, but I guess it was. I don't know if it's. Uh, we're having too much fun. No, no, it was good. Are you down to come back here for a bit, Mitch? Do you want to do oh, one yeah. more session, Mitch? Or are we. Yeah, man, you guys. Sounds good. Cool. Okay, let's okay, start it up we'll, right away. I'll send you everything we'll right away, unless you guys after need to break. a word from our sponsor. Well, do, you mind, do you guys mind if I run outside two minutes? Yeah, go for it. No, no, okay, give cool. her, man. Okay. Yeah, our, see, our, see in a few. 
our sponsors this week have been Blockbuster. And uh, what's another one that's died recently? Um, Sears. Yes. Don't forget <laughs> your wish catalog will not be coming ever again. <laughs> Thank you for our sponsors, Blockbuster and Sears this week. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Okay, well, thanks again to our sponsor, Sears. Your wish catalog should be in in 2030, along with all the other crap you were expecting for that good, joyous year. Uh, also, thanks to uh, Blockbuster Video for giving us such a great selection again. Um, yeah, we're just, we're back here with uh, Mitch Brooks. I hope the, the, I hope the underwear models are good in the Sears catalog. Oh, by <laughs> then we'll all have gills, so we won't have to worry, right? We'll be born right. with gills. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa Tam has gills. I've looked. I'm sure. I haven't felt them, but yeah, they're there. The um, the next direction I think we should go here in uh, discussion is just like moving forward, right? I freaking hate that phrase because some turd up, you know, sitting in Parliament there tends to use it all the time to deflect an actual right, right. answer. But I think we need to get to a point where we're looking towards, you know, well, what's next after this? What are we? What do you? What are our predictions for? Like how long down the road? Like next yeah, year, well, or five years, or twenty years? Okay. Well, now they're starting to roll out these second doses to people of almost every age. So let's go there. Where's, let's. I don't even. I don't even want to talk about COVID anymore, man. I'm sick of talking about COVID. Too late. No. Nope. <laughs> Mitch, what's well, your prediction? I think we got three years, right? People get second doses, and then in three years, there's going to be a lot of buyer's remorse. If 50% of the CDC and 50% of the NIH aren't taking the vaccine, I think there might just happen to be a, a huge death spike from, from this. Well, I don't want to call this a prediction, but I would call it a realistic fear of mine, I guess. And I, um, I try not to dig into this stuff too much because I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not big on the despair angle and all that kind of stuff. But my, my big concern is that uh, I'm convinced that this could happen, I guess, is what I'm saying, is that in, you know, four to five years, whatever it is, there could be another pandemic, you know, there could be another pandemic, and let's say we've got 75% are jabbed, and, uh, you know, things are relatively back to normal, everybody's happy, and this new thing starts going on, and it, like, is not reported, but me and people like you guys are noticing that um, none of our unvaccinated friends are sick, and all of our vaccinated friends are getting sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying it could be that these jabs might make you more susceptible to whatever's next. And Bill Gates said that this won't be the last one in our lifetime. Um, so take that for whatever it's worth. So I'm convinced that this could happen is that um, there could be a new flu that goes through and is wipe, hurting all these people that have gotten their jabs and they would need another vaccine. And then it's like, they'll still blame us if that happens. If that happens, they'll still blame the freedom rallies. They'll still blame the people that aren't getting the jabs. They'll still blame us. You know, it doesn't matter how obvious it is. They'll still put it on us. And then if they, if they give the people a taste of freedom back and then they take it away and they blame us, um, it's going to be even uglier than it was this time. You know, that's my concern. That's my, that's my fear. It's not my prediction, but that is something that uh, I do lose a little bit of sleep over is that I think that's pretty realistic. Okay. Um, so yeah, now things are, things are starting to open back up for us, thankfully in BC, some other provinces don't have all that freedom. 
Um, I know you're friends with um, the local guy that does the uh, misfortune cookies, uh, David Cobb there. Um, yeah. He organizes comedians. I'm wondering if you've heard anything about live entertainment again and when we might be able to experience that. Has there been any notice or? You know what, man? I like my belief on it is has been echoed by everybody that I've heard from, which is that um, it may it may very well be that these deadlines that they're giving now it, that it might be opening up, but but to to bank on it and to expect it to happen would be insane at this point. You know what I mean? To make a business model around um, it opening up when they say it's going to open up or anything like that. I think everybody is just lost all faith in anything that these people say, and they just figure it's never coming back. Um, that's the sentiment that I've heard echoed by most people in the entertainment world. Um, except the people at the top, they're so funny. Like the people that organize events, uh, they, they're like, Oh, just, just stick it out. And this is not David Cop, by the way, this is not something he would say, but a lot of other people I've heard, especially in like the rap and the rave communities, they're freaking out. Like, don't, I can't believe you guys are holding events. It's going to open up in a month. It's going to open up in a month. Just wear your mask, get your jab and just be a good little statist. Uh, guinea pig and <laughs> it'll all come back but anybody with half a brain is like because uh, it's, it's not even predicting that it's not going to open up when they say it's just that it's it's completely irrelevant what they say because it's been two weeks to flatten the curve for a year and a half so <laughs> one thing I, I think that I'd like to see that I see happening is that um, as human beings we're very creative and when this thing is trying to put a muzzle on creativity, and I think it's just going to explode even, it's like putting a, it's like a flower coming through concrete. It's just like, you just look at it and you're just like, it didn't stop it. You know what I mean? And I, that's what I want to see happen. Like people are looking, like, even if events are shut down, people are looking for new, always looking for new ways and built because creativity, music, art, um, um, speaking out about anything, even this podcast People are always looking for, for a way to, uh, to express themselves and they can't stop that. And the more they try to bottle that, it's just going to explode. Uh, my hope is it's going to explode even bigger. And when it does happen, when the movie theaters start opening up again or whatever, it's going to like, like you're saying, Mitch, it's going to be hard to stop that again this time. Like it's people are going to go nuts if, if they really put a big, if they say no can't do it again people are going to be like no we, we've had enough we, we we need this in our lives it's part of our mental health yeah like i tell customers all the time if if they're you know so pro and 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 paranoid i always tell them when we get home oh just in case you didn't hear on the news you have to boil your pillows so you know before you <laughs> go to bed make sure you boil your pillow like you know it's it's getting to that point where yeah they're going to run out of ideas so they either have a, a second big fear cloud to, you know, send out on us to get us all paranoid of some other, other new thing. Right. Or like you said, it's just going to be big government control saying, Oh no, you can't open this, but you can't open that. And, you know, I talked to a guy the other night that um, he does the main staffing for one of the, well, the biggest casino here in, in Kelowna. And he's having an issue getting staff. 50% of his staff are making better money sitting at home sidelines on the internet or whatnot you know um some found other work obviously but uh yeah and he's he's fearful like so many others we have tim hortons is a mcdonald's that are now closed at 11 o'clock at night because there's just you know not enough people going out to support them right and they're also facing the same staffing difficulties everyone else's you have people from wendy's here in Kelowna that are getting paid to be put up in a hotel 
in, you know, in our sister cities because they don't have staff there. Right. So these, are, this is all inside, you know, little info, but it's true. Right. So how are we going to be able to open this up when you have a bunch of people saying, why would I, I got all these side gigs on the go, you know, props on them for sure. Yeah. But what does that, what does that look like? Right. Like hopefully that will decrease property value if nothing else. Well, so one, a big part of what I've been doing over this last year is, is just doing it with everything. Every fiber of my body is just trying to network with freedom oriented people. And uh, which is interesting because it's all types, man. It's, it's all kinds of people like uh, all, all colors, all creeds, all sexualities, all types of people. They, there's individuals in all these different groups that believe in freedom and believe in liberty and don't believe the television. And um, one of the groups that I've gotten in with is the, the rave community, R-A-V-E. Um, and there, there's, as far as I can tell, their community is split right in half. And uh, half of them are just total maskers. They're, they're absolute maskers. And I just mean that as an all encompassing thing, meaning that they'll buy, they'll eat up whatever narrative they're given. But this other half, um, which as far as I can tell is headed by a guy named Chris Carew, C-H-R-I-S-C-A-R-E-W. Um, and they, they've been holding events for a long time, man. And I've gotten in with them and I've kind of, I'm quite proud of myself actually, because I, I think I've done a good job of bringing the freedom people together with them. And, um, we've been doing all these shows out in the woods and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's so cool, man, watching like young artists that want to chase their dreams that don't believe in the television, that we just go out there and we make it happen. And these guys are badass. They'll just go out, they'll build a stage over the course of a day and they'll bring a generator and have an insane sound system and lights and fog machines and all that stuff. And, um, it's cool. Cause I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a rapper, but I, you know, I've got some Jesus songs. I've got some songs that are not friendly to BLM. I've got some, some edgy content. Um, and, but these guys, like there's, you know, they're, they've got some, all types of people. They've got transgender people. They've got all kinds of people that are in there. Um, but they're totally open to me because I don't, I don't, I have my own beliefs, but I don't judge them. You know what I mean? And so they don't judge me and they, they accept me and my friends and, it's been really fruitful, man. And it's my hope that um, if we do enter into this apartheid state, that we can have a subculture for uh, and, a, and a real solid community where people, you know, where there's more bartering and that kind of stuff involved. And it's just more inclusive. Because um, I think even when things open up, the events are going to suck. They're going to suck. Like they're going to douse you with hand sanitizer. They're going to have bubbles for you to stand in. They're going to have all this stuff where we don't have any of that, man. We like, we don't have any of it. You're just free. Um, so that's my hope is that that kind of thing can expand because it's I've seen that it's possible in the entertainment world and I hope it's possible within the business world as well. And that's that's good. And I hope that I hope that turns the tide of this because this entertainment thing has been been freedom for a long time for, for the at least the American culture. And I don't I really hope they don't like you're saying, I hope they don't put a bottle on that. And if they do try to put a bottle on that, like you said, I hope there's a lot of like you're saying, there's like a lot of underground things. Like it, I, I really don't hope it t turns into almost like a prohibition kind of like underground uh, booze trading that happens with entertainment. Cause the kids might like my, my children, which are like young, I hope they can grow up in a world where expressing themselves and freedoms is something that's easy to do. And it's not something that's, that's been um, put in a chokehold because I see two, like, when you talk about the agenda 21 or 32, I mean, I can see two, two different sides here. You have that. Um, everyone is uh, like 
gets a check in the mail and they'll buy groceries from one big thing or how, whatever their big plan is. But then on the other hand, you have all these big corporations and it's like Nathan was just saying, um, you know, they're taking a hit like McDonald's and all that. I'm sure they're getting sick of the bullshit too, right? Like they're losing money too in a certain, in a certain way. Like I don't think they want to go keep having to hire people. And then people are like, I don't want to work with you anymore. Like they're, they're billionaires too, that want their money too. Right. So, and even with airlines and stuff, right. Like, are they going to make people make us have pass passports to get on the airlines? Well, then, like you said, there's half of people that then aren't going to say, well, screw you. I'm not going on your plane then. So then they're going to, are they going to, they're going to take half the losses and, and what are they going to do? They're going to start charging more now for the people that will do want to travel. Like, it's a double-edged sword. So I really hope that sword is stabbing these, whoever's created this conflict in the back and they're starting to um, second uh, guess what's, what's actually happening. But most of all, like you're saying, Mitch, most important, I hope the new youth that's coming up is going to like push through with um, their free, free speech, um, free thinking from whatever angle, like you said, from ever sexuality, whatever, whatever the case may be. I hope because of the internet, unless they like, shut down the whole internet as i think as long as we're connected with the internet um to have like conversations like we are now i think that they're gonna have a hard time um that's gonna be a struggle for them to uh because if you think this covid stuff is a big failure whatever angle you look at it um i really hope we look back and think look at it as a big failure and right. so they they don't try to pull the shit all over again and be like no it are we already went through all that it was a big failure we're not doing it again oh just wait for the fake alien attack you guys <laughs> <laughs> just wait can we talk about that can, can we nathan can do you mind i'm a, you know i'm a big alien buff. yeah i if i can just circle back oh sorry circle okay. back can i just circle, circle back. back i'm gonna circle um, back <laughs> i'm gonna tie these all three into each other because you know me i can do that <laughs> We're, um, again, McDonald's never needed my fucking money. What they're going to do is they're going to animatize McDonald's. So when you go in and order your hamburger, you can watch it be made without anybody touching it whatsoever. It's all going to be fucking robot. There you go. Okay? And in every 14, 15 year old that gets hired on there and dies while on that, you know, while in that operation, people go, yeah, but that's the price of a Big Mac. So um, not only that, but back to Chris's um, what, last name again that organizes the uh, Chris Carew. Chris Carew props on that guy he does a carry in carry out like like Mitch was saying absolutely everything better than some weekend campers you know there's people that destroy campsites and destroy areas you know and and just disrespect even public spaces all over parks needles in the street and shit like that you wouldn't even know they're there when they're out of there like like they're doing a really good thing and they're behaving very responsibly and in my opinion it's it's sad that it's it's come to that but it's actually a great thing too because when i do mush and i go out like i I won't do mushrooms and sit and play video games that's not you know to me that's not what they were intended for i'll do mushrooms and sit in a hot spring for some time and then go out for a nature hike or something but to me you have to go out camping to do that kind of shit and to to have that escape and it's actually a great setting for for raves in general i've been to raves before um they're you know any even smaller raves and stuff like that and i was always impressed by just the 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 level of diversity and people like there was people from everywhere there and you know what you're all there for the same reason you're all there to let loose good vibes and energy and you know carry on listening to some good tunes man so uh yeah again i i think that's uh 
That's great. And I don't know where we were going from there. You, you sidelined me there. Aliens. aliens. Acid, oh, man. Aliens. aliens. Let's go. Okay. Here's how I, I've seen the movie. Okay. Um, I know how to get rid of them. They're all going to have those little glass helmets. I just need a slingshot. <laughs> Mars attack. And I got my bag of steely marbles and I can at least defend myself hopefully for a week. But yeah. The, the, the thing about the alien is I don't know when they're supposed to like have the big uh, release of the documents or, or have the big discussion. Um, it's supposed to be next month or is it in the cup? Not, it's supposed to be right around the corner here is the big. So my last year, wasn't the, it? No, it's supposed. It's coming up right away. The disclosure. The government is supposed to have, make some comments about it. So this is what everyone's talking about right now. And, right? It, and somebody the military. Someone Biden? has leaked in the military. I don't know if you've seen. It's a big thing that's going on. It's all viral thing right now about all those little. Have you seen the videos that the military? Some. Some. Um, I don't know if you want to call it. Um, all I know is that when I've seen video, it's usually a missile that was aimed where it didn't belong and suddenly something out of the sky took it out. And you know what? I'm going to have the firm belief that these are outside angels in a way. And maybe they've been here for a long time, but you know what? They're not here to harm us. That's just where I sit on the, on the whole thing. It's like spirits, man. I believe in that shit, man. I believe in, in energy. I've been there when people die. I was there after my grandmother died. I fucking felt it that's the way it works. Like that's just, you know, energy is, is energy. And uh, yeah, the aliens, I don't yeah, know. There's, I heard there's all kinds, there's all kinds of angles, but I'm just curious what the government is going to say. Are they going to be in denial still? Or are they going to be like, kind of like shady and be like, yeah, we kind of, we kind of know something's going on, but we're not sure. Are they going to say it straight out and be like, yeah, we've known about it. Like I, I have a feeling they're going to be in denial. And if they use the denial card, like you'll see in the next week or so when they, when it's going to be all over the news, like Mitch was saying there, they're going to, um, if they still use the denial card that like they, that, that isn't, doesn't exist, then that is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's just the safe, we'll easy racism. way out. If it's right. Trudeau, he's going to just say it's racism. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't be racist against the grays. You can't be racist <laughs> against the grays. Not, no, not the reptile people like come on this is yeah i don't know man i i again i i don't think there's any harm in them and if there is a couple races of aliens that are harmful i hope the good ones are are there to do what they're supposed to in all the movies man like i don't know i've i haven't heard much it's weird i'm gonna bring this up i i fucking installed tiktok like two weeks ago because my sister keeps oh. sending me these links of the oh stupid i shit. love tiktok this, this chick, to it? she's a canadian too so it's great but this chick sleepwalks, okay? I don't know if I brought this up in the podcast before, but they're my favorite fucking videos. She records her sleepwalking episodes because she does the stupidest shit while she sleepwalks, right? One day she goes out and throws canned goods at the fucking lawn. Like she's just feeding the lawn wow. or something. And then she puts like raw eggs in her bed while she's sleeping. She gets up in the middle of the night and she goes, the funniest thing is I had a dream I was a bird, right? So she's like literally putting these eggs in her, oh, fuck it's she so funny to, like so tie anyway, herself down or something so i <laughs> installed tiktok case. and when it when i installed tiktok i put like three hobbies or interests on there okay i put how to make money online i put bitcoin and i put this chick okay but in my tiktok feed there was a couple people exposing shit and there was posts by you know um canadian parliament and shit that i was like oh cool i want to watch this right now that's all that's on my news feed it's all um it's all anti-vaccine. It's all um, conspiracy, quote unquote, 
which again, we can go into that whole, that whole term, but that, that needs to be the most outdated term in the world. Let's oh, yeah. be honest. Right. Damn. I, I didn't, I didn't press that option when I had my TikTok, and now I'll, I'll see a girl I, shaking their butt. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. is this, well, is this all this TikTok yeah. is? Yeah. You went the other way with it. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of like it, but there's got to be more. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> so you you guys think the aliens are real, though? Hey, you think that that all that footage is legit? Well, they have to be. It's Sasquatch I've seen all, too. I've seen. I've had multiple sightings myself, so I'm not. I'm not the one I, that needs to be convinced. I'm, we lived in the sticks where you could see the stars in the middle of the day, man. Like seriously, there aren't many street lights where we grew up. And so, that's the uh, problem: is that if the government doesn't get on board with it because they should because sightings now that we have all these digital cameras sooner or later someone's gonna get something that's just like undeniable because these sightings are happening thousands and thousands of people are seeing them all the time and it's just like it's almost to the point where yeah we already know like it's like stop playing stupid with us government like just say it you don't have to even tell us anything about what you've been doing just be like yeah there's something going on that's all they need to say, but <laughs> well, then they're going to take heat. Oh, sorry. I'm, go ahead. No worries. I'm just convinced. And like, uh, I'm just convinced that that is going to be the big one. The big NWO, the big push for the one world government is going to be the fake alien attack. And so whether or not the aliens are real, that is another conversation. I tend to lump those things in like, oh, the aliens are fake, but um, I'm not convinced that the aliens are fake, but I am convinced that there's a fake attack coming and uh, just the way that they're releasing the information to me it just is a little too convenient it's like oh bob lazar's on netflix all of a sudden and then yeah okay, exactly here's... they've been building up to something yeah and i think that's it i think that uh, there's going to be a bit too much cooties 19 info coming out and that that's what'll cover it up and that's what'll usher in oh yeah. we got to keep you safe from the uh, space lasers that's right <laughs> you know well, that's they're already they're, they're gonna spin it listen to this they're already, and I've seen this, they're already trying to divide people. I wish I could remember what freaking post I read this on, but uh, in a news feed on a, on a so-called accredited fucking news station, it was saying that um, if there is a, a transfer of land as far as this new, um, um, uh, what do you call it, UBI or whatever system that they're, not UBI, but the whole... Um, uh, reset that they were talking they used the term reset they said if they were to transfer all the land it would be right back to all the first nation people well that in itself is trying to create you know a bunch of people against each other again right so it's not i wish there was one easy answer with all of this stuff but there's a whole lot coming at us all at once there has been for the last two years you know there we went from a time where we knew no info to all of a sudden there's all info out there to all of a sudden now we're realizing how much of it's being censored that we should have right to. So, you know, this all goes back to the moon being fake though, JC, like, let's be honest, right? This is uh Oh, the rabbit hole goes deep, my friend. Oh yeah. Like we, we don't stop on this shit talk. <laughs> God bless you too. I love it. But yeah. Have I you heard it. of this yet, Mitch? This is just, yeah. it had I, to be put there. But like, there's so many, so much supernatural thing that, that people are discussing now. And, and like, it's, it's like you're saying, Mitch, it's, it's on Netflix. Now it's, uh, it's on YouTube. It's every, everywhere you look, you, like there's ancient aliens. How many seasons has, has that happened? I mean, it's just, it's, it's right in your face. Like no one's got a problem with it anymore. 
and it's all been happening since the the 40s at, at some like i don't even know how they would like say that the aliens are attacking us without us being like get the fuck out of here you're fucking aliens attacking well they rebranded the flu and everybody locked up in their houses for a year that's true i guess <laughs> you're right that's a good point <laughs> and i don't even think it's a flu i think it's a cold but yeah, yeah. speaking of which I, I didn't want to say this on the podcast but i, I should what? maybe i should say this my cousin who's pregnant her and her husband have now been tested positive for covid like i just heard about that yesterday and i was like what and i don't even know if she's been vaccinated but she already had like a miscarriage like a couple oh, like no. like six months ago or something so i was like fuck you know like fuck is like just i, I hope she doesn't get any more problems at the same time like so i'm like is she okay are they okay and they're like and i guess like i didn't talk to my my aunt and uncle but they're like yeah i I guess my dad talked to them and he's like yeah i guess they just have the flu or something and they're they're gonna be all right and i'm just like did they just have the fucking flu then and they they went in for a test and they're like yeah the fucking machine said yeah you have covid because anybody who has the fucking flu just now has covid now you know so like like, an avocado and like a banana but imagine you being pregnant after having a miscarriage and you them telling you this and just like the fucking panic going through her, her fucking mind right now is right. just like, or maybe she's taking it cool. I don't know, but I'm just like, I don't want to call her and ask her and be like, are you okay? Maybe she's still in bed eating soup. I don't know, but I'm just like, like, fuck. Like, well, like so much of this, as time passes so quickly, time will tell. But my, my hope is that I pray she's going to be okay. And my hope is that fine. everything's okay for sure. And that she hasn't had the shot because from what I've heard again, yeah, it might be hard for her to ever get pregnant thing. again. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy, man. When you look under soap at, at, on a, in a microscope, under a microscope, it has a, if you look at, what did you say? If you look at your dick under a microscope, <laughs> if you look at soap, dish soap, even <laughs> under a microscope, Sorry, man. it is made up of spike. <laughs> like cells so you know you have to uh you have to realize if something's putting your body to destroy something sometimes it's putting your body to uh you know destroy other things too right that resemble those things so i don't uh, that burn was uh that was the day the nightly the podcast burn yeah. nate's podcast burn is glorious. sponsored by uh tiktok that was <laughs> we'll see you next keep pay attention for next episode nate's solid nate's podcast burn We'll try to get so one in. <laughs> yeah, every episode there's a good burn, isn't there? That's why we got to quit bringing better hosts on. <laughs> solid. Our guests, solid are, our guests are great. Last time it was well, our guest roasting us. You, Mitch, you got anything? Mitch, you got to make a rap song about age. that. Yeah. What yeah. about the about the mic- microscope dick or, or yeah. what? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> put it. Put a rot. Can you freestyle a microscope dick right now? Anything? <laughs> i don't know you don't man. have to put nathan's name behind it just in general <laughs> i don't know about a microscope dick freestyle that's a little that's a tall order it's a lot of syllables <laughs> you could do it come on a pro could do it <laughs> <laughs> um well i did want to say before i forget and then i can try to do a microsoft dick freestyle, no, I'm, just, but I'm just joking <laughs> i i did want to say that i know a woman who i believe she was six months pregnant and caught uh coronu and um, they've she's since had a, a baby and is everybody's healthy, everybody's all right. That's so, good. That's good. I hope that That's gives good. you some peace of mind. Yeah, um, man. I'd Thanks. be much more worried about the shot myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, and that's a basic. That's why I use the science answer. 
because, you know, I, I work, I do public transport. I got 50 people a day I see on a normal 12 hour shift. Um, and my girlfriend works in retail at a very high volume store. She sees probably a thousand people a day. It doesn't matter how much plexiglass or how often you're changing your mask. Let's be honest. We probably all had some of the Rona now. So in my opinion, and this is my scientific fact, once and already 30 or 40% of the population has been jabbed, the rest of us are now not to be worrying about it because we're going to pick that up now that they're shedding it. And, you know, those that aren't shouldn't be getting too worried about getting it. And I would, I'm, I'm really shocked that they're pushing this on young people, um, know. you know, pre-adolescent, um, 12 to, you know, even 18 for that matter. Like I said, my buddy's kid was 15 and thought a credit card was bottomless. Right. So yeah, it's, uh, and I don't even blame him for that because it's like the, the advertisements for that kind of crap, (laughs) the kids don't even see this. Like I've seen so many commercials these days. I'm just like, I've been watching the same kind of commercial for the, like, stop telling us the bullshit. They don't don't tell you the the real shit. Let's when I was young and stole money from my parents, I stole money because you know why they couldn't fucking trace that bill. I wasn't a fucking idiot. You know, but back then that's all we had to. So that's probably part of it. This is a bit of Freakonomics brought to you by, uh, yeah. Seriously. But I see that commercial for a well simple, <laughs> get well simple, get well simple. Like, oh, fuck. Um, shit. have you ever, I, so I like looked into the app. It's like, if you got to read the fine lines for well simple before you get it, like nothing's free, then there's no free trading. It's a trading app, right? For stocks. Nothing's mm-hmm. free. You think it's free. It's not. Mm-mm. I'll tell you that right I, now, but the commercials tell you it is. So believe the commercials. Nothing should be free. I, That's something I, I'd like to bring up before we finish this. Um, so I meet a lot of young talent. Your, your la- latest song was um, pop. Sorry, I don't want to miss freaking uh, title it. Mitch? The Oh, what? Oh, my latest? Well, I just released an album, and the album is called Thought Criminal. Okay. Is that what you're referencing or? Oh, I got, uh, okay. No, I got a rat. I got a rap for you. Video. Mitch, ready for it? Your girlfriend sure. has really nice tits, but she says you need a microphone to see your dick. Oh, how's that oh. one? Huh? Can I be on your next album? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pretty solid. Pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. Well, sorry. Nate. They I said that I need that. Them. Are you guys ready? Yep. They said that I need that Microsoft prick. Well, why don't you put it up my Microsoft dick? <laughs> right on. Um, well, that's what I kept saying when people were posting about the breakup between Bill and Millie there. I kept posting on there saying, well, you know what? That's It just proves that money can't buy you a penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought her one, I think. <laughs> Allegedly. possibly um the michelle obama thing again yeah we found that out this week that's a definite freaking river stated it right so we know yeah it's true that's been out for a while yeah let's not talk anymore about conspiracies i was going to bring up though um you had that video there online um pop dropping is that it oh what's popping that what's popping yeah Yeah, that's searching for it on spotify have you got a, a free Spotify account yet set up or something? Cause no, I've got all my radio shows are on Spotify, but everything else I'm keeping off. Um, just cause I, uh, I'm trying to, and this kind of ties into the new culture thing where I'm trying to keep every, and I don't know, I think I might be on Spotify eventually, but 
I'm trying to keep everything away from the beast system. I'm trying to basically just sell directly to fans. Um, it's all through redpillnation.ca. Um, cause I, I do want to make a career out of this. I'm far from it, but I, um, I don't want to build off of these, um, platforms, you know, and I, I use YouTube. Um, so I'm a hypocrite in that sense, but I'm doing my best to just like, as far as the music, I try to sell it. Um, I perform it all live at the are you on, and stuff. So. Are you on Bandcamp? Bandcamp nope. is actually a good platform you should get behind because artists get paid directly. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Do, do and, they ban anybody though? Like, does it? Do they I don't censor? think so. Not that okay. I know of. I'm on my albums on Bandcamp, and uh, I haven't made any money on it. But there are people they pay and they they donate. Um, they're really good at just like for t- the shares that they take they'll like donate the shares to good causes and stuff or they'll nice. like they'll like hold their share and just pay the artists for it's it's look into Bandcamp. and i will thanks in. thanks for the heads up on that or rumble it. rumble is kind of like the the youtube that nathan and i are, have been on and they're the same kind of thing you can get paid for your content without like youtube stiffing you yeah oh yeah YouTube's like the, you gotta just search for the right uh um platform that's that's benefiting the people that's putting their work in yeah i'm not telling you what to do i'm just like no that's what i would do i appreciate the input i i i think there's probably smarter ways i could go about it but i have really enjoyed keeping it in the third dimension because it's just like i i do it live and then i'll sell them a usb stick or for even cheaper well i'll just email them a google drive with the album um because it's it just feels a lot more personal you know which is which is cool it just feels like i'm just in a time machine you know what i mean because that's how they used to do it they'd sell the mixtapes on the sidewalk and stuff like that so i don't know we'll see what the future holds well and i'm sure that you've met a lot of local artists as well because you are participating in different functions and all that around but uh yeah so i meet some i meet some really good local artists as well um all the time and it's it's incredible um some are just migrating here for whatever reason right um our our area is really booming with with brand new talent and brand new people and uh yeah so a lot of them they'll have me play their track or whatever especially buddy just cut an album or something like that so you know i i personally i just like to like to know these guys and you know play their music while i'm driving around and stuff right that's why i mentioned it because i went looking looking that up for a customer there the other day but yeah um, do you network much with the with the others? Like, is there any any word about you know, at least doing studio recordings or whatever? Just, um, I know vinyl should be the best target for every artist right now. Should be to get mm. something onto vinyl, even if it's a collaboration with a bunch of others, right? Yeah, vinyl's cool. Yeah, vinyl is cool, and there and you're right though. There's a ton of local talent, and I uh, I've been meeting. I've met more cool artists this year than I ever thought that I would. Um, and that the level of capability is insane too. Like you assume that when you see these A-listers on the stage that they're that with all the lights and fog machines and all that stuff, that they're up there because they're the best. But uh, aside from a few exceptions, they're not. The most best artists are, you know, they call it the starving artist for a reason. Um, a lot of local guys have an insane level of talent that's um, just wild. And so it's pretty fun networking with these guys. And um, yeah, I do have a couple of collaborations coming up, so. Hey guys, cool. uh, I don't know if you're looking at the timer, but we have about one and a half yeah. minutes left. So I don't know if you wanted to do another one or if, if you wanted to end it off here. It's all it's all up to you, Mitch. It's, you're the you're the well, star today. 
Oh, thanks, fellas. I uh, I do think I'll have to cut it there, but I sure appreciate you guys having me on. That's a ton of fun. And yeah, thanks for coming on. That was really good. I hope we didn't we didn't uh, take up too much of the rambling time. No, not at all. Not at all. I you guys are great, and I really appreciate it. And let me plug my sponsor too. I'd come back on anytime, and I'd love to have you guys on with me sometime too. Sounds great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll be we'll be watching you. Okay, so I'm gonna just close this off for an experience I had this afternoon. My last minute. Um, yeah, we were on our way to West Cologne at 4.30 this afternoon. And there was a camper RV pulled over on the side of the road. And there was two police behind it when we left and went up to uh, have something to eat and fill up the truck. And when we came back, it was already reported by the local mainstream that the people refused to get out of the van. So they called in six officers in order to arrest them and towed their vehicle. So... Nice. Yeah, hoping to hear more about that story and who these people were. They're probably just out going camping, and uh, you know, it's uh, sad. Wow, so, man. Yeah, we'll leave it on a low note, but you know what? Hopefully, there'll be some justice here, and and we'll all start seeing.